Amos, this seems like Sunday. Well, it is Sunday. Uh, you see, Andy, we is on the radio now every Sunday on CBS for Rinso. That's right. Rinso, the new Rinso with Solium, brings you the Amos and Andy Show. Yes, sir, Rinso, the soap that contains solium, the sunlight ingredient, brings you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou Lubin, Eddie Green, Ernestine Wade, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Lieber Brothers Company, the makers of Rinso, invite you to sit back. Relax and enjoy Amos and Andy. Well, there's been some activity in the household of Kingfish and Sapphire Stevens. Sapphire's brother Leroy has come to New York and for the past two weeks has been living in their apartment. At the moment, Sapphire is in the kitchen as the Kingfish walks in. George, has you seen Leroy? He ain't come home yet. Oh, uh, he ain't, huh? No, I ain't seen him all day. What if anything could have happened to him? Well, I don't know. Uh, do you want me to call the morgue, see if they got any good news for us? <laughs> You're talking about my brother, George. Oh, now, I'll just skip it, honey. Skip it. What you doing here in the kitchen this time of day? Oh, just sorting out the laundry. And by the way, I just want to tell you that I ain't having no more starch put in your shirt collar. Why not? Well, Leroy says they scratches his neck. <laughs> now, wait a minute here. That's the last straw. That goofy brother of yours has got to get out of here. Don't you talk that way about my brother. At least he went out today and got himself a job. He's working as a janitor. Working as a janitor? Yes. Yeah, well, that's going, going to disgrace me with the neighbors. What do you mean, disgrace you? Well, they're going to say if one of them bums can get a job, why can't the other one? Huh? <laughs> well, George, why don't you go out and get a job? I'm sick of you loafing around here. Yeah, well, I can't right now. I've got reporting business. What business is that? Well, I got to listen to the radio and see if I can guess the name of a song. There's got a program on the radio called The Secret Melody Program that goes on every day. Now, whoever guesses the name of that song they've been playing on the radio wins the $2,000 cash prize. Well, a fat chance a dumbbell like you has of ever winning anything like that. Now, wait a minute, Jeff. Don't you call me no dumbbell. Back home, I was well thought of. Everybody said I had brains down in Georgia. Well, if you ask me, it's high time you sent for. Now, wait a minute. So that's the story, Henry. I've been knocking the brains out trying to guess that secret melody. But I ain't getting no place with the thing. Well, you must remember, Kingfish, you was an amateur. You know, most of them quiz contests is won by professional quizlings. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> But if I could win the thing, I'd get $2,000 out of it. $2,000? My. A hunk of cabbage like that would certainly stave off the grim spectrum of gainful employment. <laughs> yeah, you know, Henry, there must be somebody who knows the name of that song that I could get it from. Well, I don't think so, Kingfish. I imagine the only ones that don't know it is the musicians that plays in the orchestra on the program. Yeah, I guess you're right. Say, Kingfish, uh, wait a minute here. It just recurs to me that one of their musicians happens to live at Mrs. Simpson's boarding house. A fellow by the name of Charlie Jackson. Hey, wait a minute, Charlie, Henry. You done said something there. Maybe I could get the name of the song from this fellow Jackson. Yes, but how would you go about it? Well, I'll figure out something. I'll get Andy to help me. 
We'll go over and see this fellow Jackson and work some scheme. Oh, you know something, Henry? If I get that $2,000, the first thing I'm going to do is to kick that no-good brother-in-law of mine out of my apartment. Oh, that's right. You have got your brother-in-law, Leroy Smith, staying with you, ain't you? Well, you're lucky it ain't your mother-in-law. They is even worse. Uh, yeah, I guess they is, already. Oh, yes. With me, it started the very day that I married my wife, Clara. Mm-hmm. We were stuck with Clara's mother for seven years. I tell you, it was terrible living all that time in the same house as my mother-in-law. And many's the time I was tempted to throw her out. Yeah, well, why didn't you do it? I couldn't. It was her house. Oh! (laughs) Well, uh, Andy, now, this is Charlie Jackson's room right here. Now, remember to get the name of the secret melody out of him. We've got to make him make believe that we have talent scouts from the opera. Yeah, I got you, Gabriel. All right, I'm not going to do it. And you're going to cut me in on the prize money. Yeah, and don't forget now, back me up with all these stars we done discovered and all that stuff. Uh, how you do, sir? Uh, by any chance, could this be the renowned musician, Mr. Charlie Jackson? Well, Charlie Jackson's my name. Uh, Mr. Jackson, we is from the Metropolitan. Yeah, we're the biggest life insurance company in the business. <laughs> no, no, no. We're from the Metropolitan Opera Company, Mr. Jackson. Uh, you have excuse Miss Brown. You've been sitting a little too near the bass drum, you know. <laughs> You say you is from the opera? Uh, yeah, sir, that's right. Uh, I is the head in Preserio, and uh, this year is my chief scout, uh, coach here, uh, Mr. Pizzicato Brown. That's <laughs> Glad to know you. You're welcome. Uh, now, Mr. Jackson, uh, uh, we have done heard you play on the radio, and we come to offer you a job with the Metropolitan Opera Company. Me? A job like that? Mm-hmm. That must pay big money. Oh, it does. You get $100 a performance plus everything you throw up on the stage there. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Just a minute. You ain't really talent scouts, is you? Uh, we ain't talent scouts. You say that about men that has uh, discovered and developed the greatest tenor of all time, John Charles Tibbetts? <laughs> well, gentlemen, all this has been happening so fast. Well, now, we, we, that's just the way we work fast. Uh, we is fast. Well, you take the case of Tibbetts. We was passing his house one day. He had him singing in the shower bath. We rushed in, signed him up right then and there. We rushed him right down to the Metropolitan. Yeah, and he sung his first role while he was still soaking wet. <laughs> oh, I tell you, Miss Jackson, the Metropolitan is after new blood, you see. It is, eh? Yeah, and it might as well be yours, too. <laughs> well, this is all very flattering, but you do you know what instrument that I play? Well, who cares? With all them Italians screaming and shouting on the stage, who's going to hear the music anyway? Well, all the same, I didn't know that they used my instrument in the opera. I play a hot banjo. Well, listen, nobody cares where you got the banjo so long as you can play it. (laughs) Now, uh, Mr. Jackson, before we sign you up here, uh, we require what they call in the opera in the big league there, sort of a short audition. I got my banjo right here. Yeah, pick it up there. Now, let me see. What will I play? Yeah, well, now, it don't matter. Just pick out any tune at ransom. Say, uh, <laughs> how about that song you play on the radio program every day? Uh, I think they call it the secret melody or something like that. Okay, the secret melody. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Well, get started. Started? I already finished. <laughs> Uh, what you talking about? That's all there is to the banjo part. You see, we got a 12-piece orchestra, and every musician just gets the music for his own part. Now, the banjo part is... Mm, play that again, will you? 
That's very good, Mr. Jackson. Uh, a lot of feeling in there, especially the crescendo into the Abdul Regatta there. there. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, now, that qualifies you for the Metropolitan already, except for one thing. Now, to prove that you got a good ear, what is the title of the thing you just played, that oh. secret melody? Oh, the title of, uh... Oh, so that's what you fellas was after. I know there was something fishy about this. Listen, you big bum. Get out of here. Beat it. All right, we get out of here. Oh, hello there, Leroy. I see you home already. Hiya, brother-in-law. Uh, well, Goof, uh, I hear that you got a job as a janitor. Yeah, I got a job at the radio station down here on Lenox Avenue. Uh, you mean the radio station where they're running that uh, secret melody contest? That's right. And you know something, Kingfish? I know is the name of the song. You does? Yeah. But it don't do me no good, because employees at the radio station ain't allowed to enter the contest. Well, dear darling brother-in-law, I love you. I love you. <laughs> uh, look here, how about you giving me the answer? Well, I wouldn't be honest. But since you is my dear brother-in-law, I'll let you have it for a hundred bucks. Uh, well, a hundred bucks, huh? You want, uh... Now, look, Leroy, look here. Serious, now, I ain't got the money right now. But I tell you what, give me till tomorrow, and I'll have the hundred dollars for you. Okay, Kingfish, then I'll give you the name of the secret melody. Oh, that's great. Boy, when I get that $2,000 prize money, I'm going to... Rise way up in the sky. Like a great big star and shine. Rise and shine. You gotta rise and shine. Stand up and take it. Rise and shine. That's what you make it. If gloom that so-and-so should get you as he soon does. Shout hide, hide, ho, and do just as the moon does. Rise and shine. Don't be a glamour. Things are fine. Around the corner. No harm in trying it. There's nothing to it. You can do it like the sun. Rise and shine. Come on, little children. Don't be ready. Come on, little children. Now just you keep your lamp trimmed and burning bright. Oh, you know it is the year for the Jubilee. Oh, rise, rise shine. shine. Give God the glory, glory. Rise, rise and shine. shine. Give God the glory, glory. Rise and shine. And give God the glory, glory. For the year of the Jubilee. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. If gloom that so-and-so should get you as he soon does. Shout hide, ho ho and do just as the moon does. Rise and shine. Don't be a mourner. Things are fine. Around the corner. No harm in trying it. There's nothing to it. You can do it like the sun. You know you gotta rise and shine. Say, if you women were asked to vote next Tuesday for the wash day soap you like best, I've got a hunch Rinso would win hands down. Rinso is sweeping along in a tremendous wave of popularity. And today, more women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. New Rinso with Solium actually does this. It gets white clothes not just whiter, but whiter than brand new. 
And washable colors not just brighter, but brighter than new. Now, that's pretty wonderful. And it's possible because the Rinso you get today contains a new scientific ingredient, the amazing sunlight ingredient, solium. Now, remember this. Only new Rinso contains solium. So if you want to see an astonishing new brilliance appear in all your tablecloths, house dresses, shirts, and children's clothes, well, vote the straight Rinso ticket. New Rinso with solium. Tomorrow, put an X on your shopping list. Opposite, soapy rich new Rinso. Well, hello there, Shorty. How you feeling today? Hi, King Chris. My blood pressure is up to a... I got shooting pains in my back. I, I got terrible aches in my... You can't... But I, but I, but I... Oh, I can't complain. Yeah, well, now, I say, Shorty, look here. I need $100 to buy the name of a secret melody. Now, could you lend it to me? Listen, King Chris. Every time I see you, you jip me. And it always costs me money. Well, now, wait a minute, Shorty. You know borrowing money breaks up friendships. We've been pals for years. If I could lend you a hundred dollars, then you'd owe it to me, and you'd start avoiding me. You'd never speak to me. You'd stop coming in my barber shop. Why, you'd even cross the street when you saw me. Why, you... You know, Kingfish, it's almost worth a hundred dollars. So you ain't gonna give it to me, huh, Shorty? I'm sorry, Kingfish. Money's too scarce these days. Why, I, I hear that even the presidential candidates are stealing the pen. Uh, what you mean? Well, they have, they have, they have, they have spent all their money from campaigning. You, you know, it costs them plenty to, to go around traveling around the country making speeches like yeah, that. Yeah, somebody know? ought to take up a collection for them fellas. A collection, uh, coll- uh, hey, wait a minute. That'd give me an idea here how to raise a hundred. If I could convince Andy that I had been appointed a special collector for the presidential candidate, maybe he'd come across with some money. Yeah, it's, it's certainly worth a trial. Yeah, I'll go over to the office now. <laughs> And I'll catch Andy, and, and, uh, or oh, this political angle might be just a thing with everybody talking about voting and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all my family's been discussing for weeks. Yeah, and I'm glad and, glad and early election morning. We, we'll all be down to post the vote. All except my father. Well, why ain't he voting, Shorty? Well, he, he said the issues in this campaign is, is that, it, uh, he, he said the way the party system works, he, you can, uh, uh, the, he, he said the international situation, uh, uh, you can't, uh, 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 <laughs> he can't make an X. <laughs> well, hello there, Brother Andrew. Yeah, hello there, Kingfish. How is you? How is you? Uh, Brother Andrew, I'm glad you dropped in. Uh, I just about called you on the phone. Oh, something new happened on that secret melody contest? Oh, no, no, Andy. I ain't got no more time to monkey with that contest. I done give that thing up. I'm busy now collecting campaign funds for the presidential candidates, and I got your name on my list here. Yeah, I got you down for $100, yeah. Oh, is you gone crazy? What must, well, why must I give that much money to any campaign fund? Well, patriotism, Andy. Yeah, but $100. Well, certainly you was that patriotic. Benedict Arnold's grandson just sent in 200 <laughs> Listen, uh, which one of the candidates is you collecting for, anyway? Well, all of them, Andy. You see, they all spent so much money on the presidential campaign that they're all flat-busted. You mean to tell me that Dewey and Truman and all the rest of them is broke? Andy, look here. Mr. Truman's campaign fund is so loaded for the past two weeks, he ain't been able to afford no Secret Service men to guard him. Holy. <laughs> no fooling, ain't he getting no protection? Well, lucky that our fund was able to help out a little. 
We sent him six bucks, and he bought Margaret a pair of brass knuckles. <laughs> the candidates jumped clear out of money, huh? Oh, yeah, you take Governor Dewey. Now, the other night, he wanted Madison Square Garden to make a speech in. He could only raise half the rent for the players. Now, he didn't let him have it, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dewey got in there, all right, but he had to speak in the... Uh, between the rounds of a boxing match. Oh, yeah. He was talking from the ring, huh? Yeah. Well, did he make a good speech? Uh, hard to tell. He got knocked out in the eighth round. Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess with iron halls and all that stuff, them candidates is got a lot of Spencer's all right. Oh, yeah, well, getting a tomato and egg stands off the clothes alone are going to run them eight, nine hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. They've really been throwing a lot of vegetables this year, ain't they? Well, of course, with the candidates running short of money the way it is, why, they don't mind getting that free food pitched at them so much. Uh, matter of fact, one candidate made his last three speeches with a deep freeze unit right on the platform with him. You see? <laughs> yeah, he was packing the stuff in there fast as he was through it. That's <laughs> Well, tell me this, Kingfish. If I helps out by donating to these candidates, uh, do I get anything out of it? Well, natural, and uh, the winning candidate will remember you after election. For $100, I think I might be able to arrange for you to get a job as director of the Mint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, a job like that must pay pretty good, huh? Well, actually, you, 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 they don't pay no regular salary. But uh, I think you make out already, Andy. You see, the official mint director's uniform got 26 pockets in it, and your take-home pay is terrific. I... <laughs> yeah, boy, that sounds like a job for me. Well, I ain't got the cash with me, Kingfish, so I'll tell you what. I'll write you a check here now for 100 bucks. Andy, you'll never regret it. Now, you'll be a national hero. Might even end up being buried in Grant's tomb. Yeah. Boy, that's great. I'd like to do that right now, you know. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, here's a pen with some ink in it, Andy. Sit down, Dad. That's it. Yeah. Now, write out the check. Now, as soon as you write it, I'll go down to the bank and deposit it in the campaign fund. Okay. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, hello, Amos. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, hi, Amos. Hi. Uh, don't pay no attention to him, Andy. Keep writing there. Yeah. Uh, what is your writing there? Oh, a check, uh... Uh, who is you writing that to, Andrew? Well, I... Uh, by the way, Amos, how's all your children? Oh, they're fine, Kingfish, fine, thank you. Uh, uh, say, Andy, who are you writing the check to? Amos, I'm doing this for my country. I'm going to be buried in Grant's tomb with Benedict Arnold. <laughs> now, look, Andy, uh, now, now you got it all written there. Just sign your name on the check and we're all set. Okay. Uh, well, Andy, I see you're writing the check there for $100. That's a lot of money. Yeah, we got a lot of candidates. Uh, where's the check going? Well, I'm going Oh, don't to... tell him, Andy. He must ain't on my list. Uh, what kind of list? Uh, all signed there, Andy. Yeah. Good. Now, I'll take the check down now and right to the bank. Now, wait a minute, Kingfish. The ink on it ain't dry. Yeah, well, I'm going to run to the bank. The breeze will dry it off. <laughs> you see, Amos, the Kingfish is collecting for all the candidates' campaign fund, and I get a political job no matter who gets hit with a tomato. <laughs> but, Andy, you is crazy. That Kingfish ain't got nothing to do with no campaign fund. He just gypped you out of $100. If I was you, Andy, I'd stop payment on that check. Yeah, he done gypped me. Let me get on that telephone here and call the bank. <laughs> that kingfish. Tell me I'm going to work in the mint and take my salary home in a deep freeze. Well, hello there, Leroy. How is my dear brother-in-law? Fine, kingfish. Sapphire ain't home yet. Uh, say, Leroy, dear, uh, about that hundred dollars that I was going to raise to buy the name of that secret melody from you, I almost had it, but they stopped the payment on the check on me just a second ahead of time. If I'd have had on sneakers, I'd have made it. <laughs> well, you can forget it, Kingfish. Don't worry about the money. Yeah, uh, what you mean, Leroy? Well, I got tired of waiting for you, so I sold the name of the secret melody to a fellow by the name of Andrew Brown. Well, now, wait a minute. You can't do that, though. I... <laughs> 
You know, we have a playroom in our cellar where I have my workshop and the kids keep their toys. But once a week, it's reserved strictly for Mrs. Lake. On wash day, if it rains, or if it even looks like rain, that's where she hangs the wash. That's where it dries with that beautiful new Rinso brilliance. Yes, even if they're dried indoors, Rinso washed white clothes turn out whiter than new. And gay, washable colors even brighter than brand new. Now it's because new Rinso contains solium, the amazing scientific sunlight ingredient. Rain or shine, Rinso gives you a wash not just whiter, but whiter than new. And not just brighter, but brighter than brand new. Even yellowed and grayed clothes come whiter than brand new. Now, you better try Rinso yourself. I'm sure you're going to say new Rinso with solium gives all your wash a brilliance and beauty you've never seen before. New Rinso is safe for clothes, so kind of hands. Ask the man at your store for new Rinso with solium. Stonewall, the lawyer. Uh, hi, King Fisher. Yeah. I want to talk to you. You ain't too busy with the presidential election. Now, I ain't interested in politics this time. Mm. See, but four years ago, I, election time, I really got out and fought. Now, I, you know, I was right in the middle of the political campaign myself. Well, I can't picture you in politics. I made a smart move, too. Went all over the neighborhood here kissing babies and Kissing young girls and kissing mothers. And I went all through my district kissing and kissing. Yeah, tell me this. Uh, what was you running for, Stonewall? I wasn't running for nothing. I was just out for the smooching. Oh. <laughs> well, now, look, Stonewall. Uh, Andy uh, done got the answer to that big secret melody radio contest, and I want it for myself. Now, look like Andy going to win this thing and get himself $2,000. I can't let that slip through my fingers. What can I do, Stonewall? Well, Kingfish, if Andy wins $2,000, he won't get to keep all of it. The government will grab a big percentage for taxes. Mm, taxes? Uh, tax. Hey, wait a minute, Stonewall. I think you done give me an angle there. I'll go over and tell Andy that the government will take a big percentage for taxes, and he might get undiscouraged, and I might be able to get the name of the secret melody out of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're all set. You know, speaking of these giveaway programs, they're beginning to cut into my law practice. Uh, what do you mean, Stonewall? Well, three of my most dependable clients have gone out of business. They say if you can get the stuff from nothing on the radio, why bother to steal it? Oh, Hello there, Kingfish. What did you do sitting here in the lodge with that big smile on your face? Well, and I uh, just sitting here thinking how lucky me and you is that uh, we ain't got no chance of winning that secret melody contest. Uh, Kingfish, excuse me for protruding. Uh, I don't want to be ignorant about this thing, but just why is we lucky? Why is we lucky? Yeah. Well, ain't you heard about the new tax the government has on all the prizes that won in these contests? They got a tax on that now? How much is the tax, Kingfish? Well, the tax now is 100%, maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> and all the, all the cash money that is won in these contests goes straight down to Washington. Down to Washington? Well, what do they want with all the money down there? They revise it up under the, what is known as the federal split the loot the plan. <laughs> well, what do they need more money for? 
Uh, don't the government have enough taxes already? Well, Andy, it takes a lot of money to run a big country like this. For instance, down in Washington, they spend at least $2 million a week printing all them pamphlets. What kind of pamphlets? Uh, pamphlets explaining why it costs so much to print the pamphlets. That's <laughs> Yeah, they really gives us service, all right, don't they? Oh, sure, and the government needs money for Social Security. That runs them way up in the big figure. Hey, tell me something, Kingfish. Just what is that Social Security stuff? Oh, that's a big help, too, Andy. Uh, when you were 65 and can't work no more, they has got it fixed so that you get just enough money to starve to death the rest of your life. Oh, <laughs> You know, Andy, and the government needs money for the unemployment insurance. Yes, huh? Oh, if it wasn't for that, half the people in this country would be forced to go to work. Oh, I tell you. <laughs> you know, Kingfish, it's things like this that makes me proud to be an American. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, can't you see that by winning the contest, you would end up worse off than you is now? Oh, yeah, this is a mess, all right. I'm sorry I paid Leroy $100 for the answer to that thing, you know what? You, you bought the answer from Leroy, Andy? Uh -huh. Well, this is a surprise for me. So you're going to win the country. Well, my deepest sympathy, Andy. Yeah, you know, from all you has told me, Kingfish, I was really sorry that I know that that secret melody is the Egyptian love song. <laughs> Egyptian love song. Yeah. Well, I got to be running along. See you later, Andy. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come here, Kingfish. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. What's the matter? Well, you know, on second thought, I think I'll check into this tax business a little further and see if there's any loopholes in the thing. Well, now, wait a minute, Andy. Wait a minute. Don't go look here. Seeing that you has done got you. Out of a hundred bucks by a blood relative of mine who is also in the family, I is going to refund you the money so as not to be smudged the proud name of Stephen. Yeah. Now, I tell you what, I'll borrow some money on my furniture and give you the hundred dollars right away. Good. Kingfish, you as a pal. That's right. <laughs> Say, Kingfish, what you doing here at the Lodge Hall this late today? Uh, well, I tell you, Henry, uh, I done invigled the secret melody out of Andy, and I sent it into the radio station two, three days ago, and the contest ended the day, and I ought to hear almost any time now. Well, that's wonderful. It looks like you're going to be a rich man, Kingfish. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, boy, I, I sure like to see Andy's face when he hears I won the $2,000. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Come in. I'm looking for George Stevens. Yeah, sir. That's me. That's me. Oh, I'm from the Secret Melody radio program. Oh, yes, sir, yes. I'm happy to inform you, Mr. Stevens, that you've correctly guessed our Secret Melody. Oh, sure enough, yes. Yes, I have the check for you right here. Yeah, sir. Well, it was sheer brain work, Mr. Sheer brain work, and that $2,000 check you got there is going to come in mighty handy, yes, sir. Well, uh, Mr. Stevens, the prize is $2,000, but it seems that a former janitor of ours, Leroy Smith, sold the answer to 225 other people, and your share is $8.79. Oh, no, wait a Uh, maybe you've noticed when our announcer, John Lake, talks about Rinso, he don't talk big about it. He just tells you the facts about how good it is. Yeah, well, that's all he got to do. Just get people to use that new Rinso with Solium just once. And I guess they stick to Rinso. Well, I'm sure they do. Because Rinso with Solium gets white clothes not just whiter, but whiter than new. And washable colors not just brighter, but brighter than brand new. Rain or shine, indoors or out. New Rinso with Solium puts sunshine in your wash. Use Rinso next wash day. Tuesday, you have the great American privilege of voting. No one will know who you voted for. 
That is your secret and sacred privilege. So exercise it. Vote Tuesday. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. This is Religious Book Week. Your booksellers have religious books of all faiths, Protestant, Catholic, and Jewish. Religious books should be part of your home and your children's education. Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time when Lever Brothers Company, the makers of New Rinso with Solium, will again present the Amos and Andy Show. Until then, good night to all of you from all of us. Amazing? Yes, but doctors have proved it. Life Boy Health Soap in your daily bath gets skin cleaner, stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Get Life Boy right away. Be sure and listen to the Amos and Andy Show at this same time next Sunday. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week, the Columbia Broadcasting System. (laughs) 